Hey everyone, I'm Ryan Kalamea. And I'm Amy Gosha. Welcome to The Divorce at Altitude, a podcast on Colorado family law. Divorce is not easy. It really sucks. Trust me, I know. Besides being an experienced divorce attorney, I'm also a divorce client. Whether you are someone considering divorce or a fellow family law attorney, listen in for weekly tips and insight into topics related to divorce, co-parenting, and separation in Colorado. Welcome back to another episode of Divorce Altitude. This is your co-host, Ryan Calamea, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Amy. What are we going to be talking about today, Amy? I'm very happy that you are back, but I'm very excited to hear about your sabbatical. So that's what we're going to be diving into today is just how you can do that, what you gain from it, and just how important it is not just divorce attorneys, but as professionals to do this, to take time away and what that can bring to you. Yeah. Well, in essence, we're going to be talking about me and I love talking about me. I'm my favorite topic. So, but no, we all kidding aside, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about, I took two months away Uh, And I went to Spain and Portugal and some of the lessons that I've learned, we're going to get into that because I have been frequently approached, especially since I've been back, which has only been a week or so from other attorneys, from other professionals about saying they'd like to do something similar. And we've talked about kind of within our firm about how can we benefit from this and with our other attorneys. And so, yeah, really just talking about the different aspects of a sabbatical. Yeah. So tell me for listeners that don't know where you went to Portugal and Spain and you were gone for two months thinking back, when did you start thinking about taking a sabbatical? Well, we're coming up on 15 years of practice. And so I had been thinking about it for a little bit. And so my kids at the now are nine and seven. And so my wife and I had been looking at spending some time away. And I figured I see clients that have teenagers and they don't necessarily spend a lot of time with them. And I figured, okay, my kids still want to spend time with me. And I've put in my, my time and it's kind of in in line with taking a break. And really one of the lessons I've learned was about perspective. And so we can talk about that, but it had been in the works for quite some time. You and I had discussed it over the last year. And so I'd been preparing and talked with clients and really stopped taking active cases earlier this year and had to do some check-ins on work, but really it had been something in the works for over a year. And maybe you'll talk about this later in some of your lessons learned and you're right, we're going to talk about perspective, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners are wondering, like when you think about the top three things that you did to make this happen and to do it successfully, what are some of those things that you did in preparation? Well, first is that financially, I mean, I had to kind of prepare and save money. And the second thing was to make sure that you, my my partner and all my team members, that they were 
were ready and in a position where they could step up. And so, and then the third thing was obviously planning the trip and really figuring out where I wanted to go and making sure that my family was bored. But those were kind of the three elements. And I'm really grateful for uh, what you, Amy, your support, as well as everyone at Kalamagosha. I mean, I did not lose sleep over the work that was being done, but we had to prepare and getting our internal systems in place and making sure that we had all the team members rowing kind of in the same direction to so to speak. And that was probably the biggest um, piece that really had to kind of fit into place. Did you feel like two months was enough time? Yes and no. I mean, we, so we flew into to London and like I said, I've got two young kids we we spent a week in london i had spent a year after college teaching at an english boarding school and so i had some i'd spent a lot of time in london it was a great you know jumping off point cuz it was i was able to as english speaking it was different but really kind of going through some world war 2 history with my my son in particular was just really into the london bombings and those sorts of things and then we moved on to spain and kind of spent a week in each place and the kids i was able to sign them up for various camps and other things and then moved on to portugal i would say the week left we were ready to come home and so it wasn't because of the anything. I think it was just kind of a natural progression of being on a trip that long, but it was a, I think it was a good amount. We've certainly considered far off for maybe taking a year off. That is something that certainly would be a much bigger undertaking. But when people talk about sabbaticals, it can be, I know Hutchinson Black and Cook, one of the oldest law firms or the oldest law firm in, in, in Colorado, they're in Boulder. And I have some good friends over there and they have a, an, a sabbatical program where partners take off. And I think it's six weeks. I know the fifth judicial district, the judges, they will pull their vacation time. And Tom Moorhead, who's uh, close with Amy, you and me, he went to Florence and studied uh, Italian. And so it is fairly common. I think it hopefully it becomes more common because I think it really was beneficial for me. We don't yet, as of yet, for listeners that are curious, we don't have an official sabbatical program within our firm, but two months was a good amount. And it's something that we can certainly discuss and consider for the future. Yeah. So now that you're back and you've had some time to reflect, what, what your number one lesson that we're going to talk about is perspective. Can you talk to us about what you learned about perspective? Yeah. So I think when we talk about perspective, it's gaining clarity from a distance. And when you are in a case or you're in the business and you're just like everyday throttled, I think it's, you can sometimes lose the forest from the trees and that um, ability for me to step away in subconsciously thinking about our business and our strengths and growth areas and future direction, then because I'm not having daily phone calls with clients, I'm not talking with you or associates, I'm able to kind of look at it a little bit more objectively and have some clarity, which I am perspective. And I think that is really 
you know, valuable. We've done a fair amount of strategic planning within our firm and we are on a growth trajectory and we've certainly identified some target markets. And I think that listeners, it's not a surprise. I mean, Boulder is certainly somewhere that we have identified in the front range. I mean, we've done very well in, in the mountains. I think that has been an area that it's certainly a strength. Some of the other mountain towns, I mean, we have an associate that is going to be moving to Telluride and those areas in personal injury, we've had some really strong results in personal injury. So without getting too far into the details, the perspective that for me as managing partner of our firm, that has been very beneficial. I think that people, whether they're a lawyer or a doctor or some other professional or some other worker, you gain perspective both professionally and on your life in general. Like, where am I at? Why am I spending the time or money or doing, putting in energy in this particular area? And that it was really valuable for me. And I think it's critical for legal practitioners to have perspective on their practice and what they're doing and why they're doing it. Right. Exactly. So when you were on your sabbatical, did you take time deliberately to journal or is this just something that you gained over that two months and you've just been reflecting on it? Yeah. I mean, I think that the second aspect that I gained was the rejuvenation. And you said about journaling and I read a fair amount. I read some fiction, which I generally really focus on nonfiction, but I I read some great books. I went on some fantastic bike rides, but the power of rest and the mental fatigue in our, in our industry. I mean, we, Amy, you and I deal with some very, you know, personal, emotional issues. And that takes its toll. And for me to revitalize, and I've told people that I am now, I'm well rested. I was able to really sleep well and connect with my family, which we'll talk about next, but the rest and the ability to sharpen my focus and creativity. I think that going forward is going to be a huge benefit that was the product of my, my sabbatical. I've talked in the past about the skiing and the time I have on my bike. That for me is the rejuvenating aspect of my daily life, but it was, I magnified that 10 X by, by taking some time away is really kind of to, to rest up. Yeah. So with rest, like you were there with your family and your two children. So what did you gained a lot of connection with them? Can you talk to us about the connection and the importance of doing that? Yeah. I mean, spending, we did, I mentioned summer camps. I think we, I learned that, I mean, you can have too much family time. I and mean, there was periods of time where we were in a small, like little Airbnb and we're around each other. And so people can kind of get chippy. And so having that space, but also there were just some amazing memories watching my kids surf or walking into a church or a museum and having my little uh, seven-year-old ask questions that just were mind-blowing or trying different foods with with my nine-year-old, my daughter. And the connection to the family law practice, I mean, we inherently are dealing with people that where those bonds kind of have eroded. And I mean, I was able to really reflect and connect with my family. And I think that um, knowing 
the dynamics that exist in a family and having that connection, it really kind of highlights the role that we have as family law professionals. I think empathy and understanding, hey, everyone gets upset and angry. I certainly did. And the highs were high and the lows were low as just in parenting in general. But when you kind of put the stress of travel, like having a naive seven-year-old who doesn't understand that cars, when you are playing on, in a street, you, you know, that there's some repercussions for that and like getting upset and dealing with that. I mean, we're all human. None of us are perfect. And I think that personal experience will strengthen my ability to relate to my clients. I know, Amy, you've talked about your divorce and how that makes you a better family law professional. So that has been an amazing takeaway is the connection and the value of that connection through time vacationing and time traveling. Yeah. And so kind of like when you're looking at the connection, you're rested, you have perspective, Let's talk about innovation and inspiration. What are some of the takeaways that you were able to think about regarding innovation and inspiration? Yeah, the Spain in particular, people move at a slower pace. They don't work as hard. I mean, one could certainly criticize Europeans for not, I mean, they, they just don't work as much as as people in the US and Americans. I mean, their divorce rates, their rates of alcoholism, depression, they are generally lower. And there's something to be said for that. Does that mean that I'm going to spend my afternoon at a cafe drinking espresso shots with my little beret or other in my capri pants? No, but I think that learning the value of those connections. And so for me, can we have conversations and going back to the old school? I mean, the Europeans have had a lengthy history and they've figured out what works and what, what doesn't in terms of how they relate to one another. And so I think that integrating those ideas into the legal practice at Kalamea Gosha and like also seeing the pressure points and the frustrations, for example, like most of the Airbnbs had these washing machines that just, I had no idea why Europeans have washing machines. It causes you to kind of step back and, and look at your own like technology. And one thing that we're really big on at the firm right now is AI and implementing how can we become more efficient? And the time away really allowed me to think about that and get inspiration for how can we use AI that frees us and liberates us attorneys because of the efficiencies to really connect with our clients. And can we be better about having real conversations, meeting in person, and really focusing on those core elements of relationships? That is something that I think is very helpful. The other aspect is that people are traveling more and more and the value I think of cross-cultural experiences is allows me, I think, and all of us to connect with different clients. I mean, Aspen in particular, we have people from all over the world. It is a fairly cosmopolitan and being able to talk about, hey, we have some commonalities here. I think that ability to connect with people from different cultures is really valuable. Yeah, that is great. Well, before we wrap up, one of your other lessons learned was preventing burnout. How did your sabbatical enable you to do that? 
Yeah. I mean, burnout is a big topic in the legal profession. And I think a lot of people after COVID, you know, I mean, it, it, COVID impacted people, but being at home working or just being on Zoom and you and I are recording this via Zoom, but I think burnout is a real risk. And so for me, I see this sabbatical as kind of an insurance policy and really kind of a savings account for my future career. And that I want to be better when I'm practicing in 10 years than I am now and was in the past. And I think that it really is something that we all have to kind of be mindful of is how well rested we are. And because if we're rested and we're not just burnt out, then we're going to be better for our clients. And I know that Amy, you take some, you take time off and it's something that we're, we encourage our our associates and all of our employees. We have a limitless vacation policy for better or for worse at Kalamea Gosha. And then really it's to enable and empower our employees to, to take that time off because when you're on, it's full on and it's unrealistic for people to be expected to handle the kinds of disputes that we have at the level that we do it all the time. You, you got to take time off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we wrap up, one question I think I've asked you before, what is the highlight? What's the highlight and the low light of your sabbatical? Certainly we, I mean, our hands down, our favorite place was San Sebastian in Northern uh, Spain. It's in the Basque country. The food was amazing. And I had some amazing bike rides and certainly the low point was my, my son was just really struggling um, with the heat and the time change and everything. So there, there, there was definitely a period where we were like, is this too much and questioning whether, and you've got some Spain, Spain, 105 degrees, and you've kind of extended out and walking back from a museum and your kid just melts like literally um, in the street there. That certainly was a really challenging situation. I think any parent, uh, especially any parent that's traveled can relate with, but we are glad to be back, glad to, to be you know, back at work and jumping back into things at Divorce at Altitude. And so Amy, thank you for supporting my family and me in that endeavor. And really am grateful for the other people at our firm, but clients, it, there were some clients that, that we, I had to ask for their patience and understanding, and they've worked with other people and haven't missed a beat and really grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, I think it really has set a positive tone for our firm, but within our profession. And so thank you, Ryan, for sharing your experience. Yeah. And I think hopefully it's an inspiration for others, whether it's Spain and Portugal may not be inspirational for uh, others, but you know, if uh, there's a value, whether it be taking time off to learn something or to really spend time with a family member, or that might be aging or dealing with a sickness, take that time off because we're only, we only get one, one shot at it. And the, the there's, there's a lot to life out there. And I think that having that perspective is helpful when you're on and doing the work that we do. Agreed. Well, thanks for listening to me drone on and on. If you have any questions about my trip or anything, feel free to reach out to me directly. And Amy, thank you again. And thanks for listening to Divorce at Altitude.
Hey everyone, this is Ryan again. Thank you for joining us on Divorce at Altitude. If you found our tips, insight, or discussion helpful, please tell a friend about this podcast. For show notes, additional resources, or links mentioned on today's episode, visit divorceataltitude.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen in. Many of our episodes are also posted on YouTube. You can also find Amy and me at Kalamea.law or 970-315-2365. That's K-A-L-A-M-A-Y-A dot law.